Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Uh-huh, I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on now, dig me. One and only Steve Harvey. Got what? Radio show. Man, what you doing with it? Trying to do the very, very best I can with it. I really am, you know. I get tired sometimes on, on my journey. I'm, I'm not going to kid you. Um, um, Trying to make something out of yourself is, 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 is a task. Um, if if you want to attempt to do something, and 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 understand going in that that the, if the thing you're trying to do is to improve yourself, to better your position, to better your relationship, your family, anything you're trying to be a better you, you're trying to make more money, you're trying to get it together, you're trying to change. If any of those things are in your hopes and dreams, know this right here. You are about to face some challenges. But you might as well go ahead anyway and face those challenges because if you don't, you have a whole nother set of challenges to face. You know, it's 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 an amazing thing, man, how people sit around and they watch other people strike out to become successful and they sit in the stands watching these people play out these games and they and they and they criticize, they boo, they laugh at their efforts and everything. And they talk about the failures. He missed that game when he shot, boy, he sucked. Man, he did this, he ain't worth that. I hear people who sit in stands, who criticize people who are out there on the playing field. Now, 
when you're on the playing field, you have a set of challenges in front of you. You're going to be open to criticism. You're going to be open to ridicule. You're going to be talked about when you don't know the people who are talking about you. Now, here's the upside to being the player on the field that's facing all the challenges, the criticisms, the laughing, the joke, the being talked about. He has something going for him. This person, boy, woman, child, girl, man, has an opportunity to win. They have an opportunity to win. And in the game of life, just because you lose one of the games or you lose one of the matches, it don't mean you've lost. You don't get put out. You keep playing. And when you're playing, here's the upside. You have the opportunity to win. And but guess what? You're going to win some of the matches. You're going to win some of the points. You're going to make some of the dunks. You're going to hit some of them over the wall. You're going to hit some out the park. You're going to score some goals. You will if you're playing the game. Here's the problem with the people who don't face criticism, who nobody boos or cheers for, who sits in the stands and knows neither victory nor defeat. Those people, without realizing it, are facing a set of challenges also. And the challenges they're facing is how I'm going to live with myself. What I'm going to do now. What direction am I going in? Where am I going to live? Wonder what job will hire me. Wonder if I can get paid for criticizing. Oh, woe is me. I can't find the purpose in my life. And man, I'm just waking up in a state of confusion. I don't know what to do. Now, let me ask you something. Which one of them set of challenges you'd rather be faced with? Because if I'm on the flow playing, if I'm on the field playing, if I'm out on the court playing, then guess what? I got a chance at winning. But guess what I'm doing every day while I'm playing? I'm strategizing. I'm waking up with a purpose. I'm waking up trying to come up with another angle. I'm in pursuit of a goal every single day versus the people in the stands who know neither victory nor defeat. Get in the game. Face the challenges. Better yourself, better your wife, better your children, better your condition, better your employment status, better your job, better your career. Take a shot. Come on, man. What you waiting on? Because the alternative is to watch other people play the game. You know what I just do sometimes? Sometimes I just, I get Forbes magazine or Money magazine or sometimes I still grab a copy of the Rob Report. I just flip through it just to see. Get, I used to get these this book called Unique Homes. Unique Homes is a magazine that just has a lot of extravagant houses that's on sale across the country, across the world. I used to just flip through, man. Let me just see, man, what the people that's playing the game out there doing. 
Stop watching other people become successful when you could very easily be you if you make the decision. But when you make the decision to become successful, get ready for a series of challenges. I think it's more difficult not to accept the challenge. I think it's, for me, this is just for me, it may not be the case for you. For me, I think it's far more difficult to wake up and just see how life gonna go today. Cause man, it could just deal you any kind of hand today. You understand? I, I don't like, you know, spades. Let, let's talk card game, for example. The game of spades, really, man, it ain't a whole lot you can do if you don't get no spades. Really? It's a little couple of little strategies you got to do, but you can have all this ace, king, queen, diamond all you want, but, man, you ain't got no spades. They cutting them. You're in trouble. Be it whist, different game. You can create what's in your hand. You got dealt a hand, too. But you can create a hand. You can call a trump. You can make diamonds your spades. You can make hearts or clubs your spades. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. You can do something with it. It's a different game, man. I, you can strategize. I would rather have a say-so in my life than to wake up every day and just see how it's going. I think it's more difficult to not accept the challenge to be something than it is to accept the challenge to be something. I think it's more difficult to sit around and not be nothing. I think it's harder to watch everybody life going somewhere but mine. I think it would be very difficult for me to sit here and hear them talking about other people and never mention my name. It would be difficult for me to see everybody rise and getting promotions except me. That would be difficult for me. It may not be for you, but for me it would be quite challenging. I would rather accept the challenge of making something out of my life than to sit there and criticize those and then watch and see how my life just may go. Okay, just a thought today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're on social media. We would be trending, but we so good, we is all there is to talk about. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. Happy Thursday. Whoa. Ah. <laughs> uh, whoa. Uh, hmm. Carla Pharrell. All right. Whoa. Uh. <laughs> good morning, Steve. Uh, What's up, Bruce? Whoa. Uh. Whoa. Uh. Junior. Morning, up. Morning, everybody. Go ahead, up. Ah. Whoa. Ah. Nephew Tommy. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Stay in there. Stay in there. <laughs> ah. Can turn a gray sky blue. Yes. Can make it rain whenever I want it to. Whoa. I can build a castle from a single grain of sand. Uh, I can make a ship sail uh, on dry land. But my life is incomplete and I'm so blue. Cause I can't get next to, can't get next to you, girl. Can't get next to you. Oh, I can fly like a bird in the skies. Whoa, and I can buy anything that mother can buy. I can build a river into a great big fire. I can live forever 
If I so desire. That was my damn jam right mm-hmm. there. I don't even know where I got that from. I, I don't know. Cloud nine. <laughs> That's where you got the eyes up. Yeah, it just started. <laughs> Whoa. I... That's what it started. I just needed that for myself this morning. Because you know why? I'm sick. I am sick of talking about what these police is doing. I'm sick of it. Yeah. I'm proud of the NBA players. I'm Man. proud of the protesters. I want to thank the non-African Americans who have joined in with the fight. I want to thank Major League Baseball for getting it. I thank the NBA for getting it. I thank Kenny Smith on TNT for getting it. And I still, me and Tommy, still stand by what we said about Hershey Walker <laughs> yesterday. And if you didn't like Hey, damn joke we on, wrote. Man. We wrote the joke anyway, cause a lot of it was comedy. But for those of you that wasn't feeling what we said about Hershey Walker, stay tuned, cause we're gonna talk about his ass getting date. Let's <laughs> run it back. Let's Come run on, it man. back. Ah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna run it again. <laughs> Whoa! Ah. Hey man, the thing about uh, humor is uh, it, it ain't for everybody, and uh, we do it on this show, and we get it. But, man, today is another day. We're all grateful to be here. We will continue the fight. We will continue to get you to register to vote. We have got to change things in this country. And after watching some more to our RNC last night, I'm more committed than ever. Okay. Steve Harvey Morning Show. Come on, sure. All right, coming up at 32 Uh, minutes after the hour, ask the CLO, the CLO, the Chief Love Officer in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, time now for Ask the CLO. All you have to do is go to steveharveyfm.com to submit your question for the chief love officer, the CLO. Steve Harvey is in the building. Ready, CLO? Ready. (laughs) Here we go. All right, this one's from Lionel in Richmond, Virginia. Lionel says, I'm the oldest of three children and I have two younger sisters. They both are married, but not happily. I hear the complaints often, but I never got involved until recently. Over the past year, one of my brothers-in-law has been cheating and he is being sloppy about it. I saw him out with a woman a week ago, so I made a point to introduce myself to her as his brother-in-law. He tried to dap me up, but instead I pulled him to the side and let him know how foul he is. He told me to get the F out of his face and mind my business. He may not be so lucky if I see him out again. I don't play about my sisters. Should I have knocked him out? (laughs) Wow. Well, no, but the next time, yeah. Since he done told you to get the F out of his face. I'm going to get right up in his face yeah. next time. and mind your own. Uh, you know, no, no. See, the problem is she is my business. See, my sister, my wife, my daughters, they're my business. I don't stay out of none of their business. I don't give a damn. Feel how you want to feel about me. I'm pressing forward. If you, if you, want, if you want my opinion about it, nothing to ask. I'm going to give it to you. If you don't want it, I'm going to give it to you. So when it go bad, you can't say my father didn't tell me. No, nah, I'm in your ass. Nah, mm-hmm. and if you if you if if I see you playing one of my kids, I'm gonna knock your monkey ass out. Out. M A. Right. Okay. All right. Monkey ass. M A. Monkey ass. Monkey ass. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. It's all of them go together. Right. You ain't. You ain't. Ugly ass. All of Anything you want to be. What's... You, I'm going to do all of them. S.A. 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 Sugar honey iced tea ass. Oh, wow. B.A. 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 Yeah. Black ass. All of them go any initial you want in that. I'm knocking your blank ass out. A Z Z. Anybody? Anybody? Another initial. T A. T A. Tiny ass. I'm gonna knock your tiny ass out. Another initial. Y A. Y A. I'm gonna knock your ass out. Any initial. G A. L A. I'm gonna knock your. Oh, yo, 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 gamey ass out, cause you probably stink. Uh, knock your gamey ass out. Next letter. L A. B B A. B B. What? B B. B B. B B. Oh, you on double initial? I'm gonna knock uh-huh. your big black ass out. <laughs> Let's go to the next question. Come on, All right, Leah, we're going to the next one. Courtney in St. Louis says, I'm 26 years old and I'm messing with my landlord. I live in a duplex that's in a nice area, very close to my job. I I often struggle to pay my rent, so my landlord made me an offer I couldn't refuse. But now I have an even bigger problem. I could be in the shower or asleep, and if my landlord pops up, it's time for sex. He's even been waiting for me a few times when I came in late at night. He's a handsome 36-year-old man, and the sex was passionate and exciting at first, but now I'm over it. My lease isn't up until January. What should I do? You got to go to January, partner. No. <laughs> why don't you cut it off? Be quiet, Tommy. See, why don't you cut it off? Well, because she can't mm. pay her rent. He ain't going to throw you out. Have y'all thought of that? If if you cut it off. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why would he throw her out? I see where you're coming from. Who do that? Mm -hmm. You got to Uh understand me. Why would he throw her out? Uh Uh-huh. So she's got leverage and she doesn't even know she has leverage. Oh, because see, guess what? He the apartment manager or whatever he is or whatever he is. He got somebody know him on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Hey, landlords got Facebook. Landlords have relatives. Landlords have memberships. Mm. Landlords got other women. Yeah. Maybe they need to know that he running a, uh, you know, rent-free mm. duplex. Mm. Mm. Hello. Okay. <laughs> you ain't the only okay. one got something you somebody got need. Mm. Mm. Come on, Courtney. Come on. <laughs> okay. You better Work get bread. I like it, Steve. Work your man. Ain't to January. Mm-hmm. And then homestead mm-hmm. laws, by the time he get the eviction notice going and everything, it'll be January. Lease up. <laughs> Boom. Okay. Bam, it's September uh, Jorge and Please. <laughs> right. So that's what you should do. I hope you took that, Courtney. I hope you got that, girl. Uh, Jorge in L.A. says, I work as a delivery driver. Since the pandemic, I've taken on weekend shifts for the extra money so my wife and I can buy a house. On the weekends when I'm at work, my wife will go hang out at the beach with a male co-worker of hers. I'm not crazy about it, but I trust her. Last week, I gave my female co-worker a ride home and I told my wife about it. My wife went off on me and accused me of doing all kinds of things with my co-worker. I don't get upset with her about her co-worker, so why is she upset with me? 
Do you think it's because she's guilty of doing something? Mm. Or, hey, what's wrong with you? Mm. No, come on. That's man to man. What's wrong with you? How you okay with you going to work and she going to the beach with a co-worker? What? I'm out here busting my tail trying to buy us a house and you down at the beach with a co-worker. Doing what? Doing what? During the damn COVID. Where y'all social distancing at? Mm. Now, you giving a female co-worker a ride home and then you tell what you tell her for. See, you stupid on both fronts. My wife ain't going no damn where with no dude. I'm at work. I don't give a damn who you is. Now, you go down there and let me find out. Bring that whole truck down there be on that beach with y'all. Run your ass in that water. Run that prank back with the nephew coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here to have today's national news with the latest on this monster windy storm, um, Hurricane Laura. Wow. Uh, plus in entertainment news, guys, we'll tell you about Cardi B's number one turn on. Really? And we'll talk about all of these stories at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here with, with uh, Run That Prank Back. What you got for his nephew? We're saving souls again this morning, Shirley. We are saving souls. We are. Are we really, nephew? Yes. Are we, we are. really? It's the baptismal, the mobile baptismal, mobile uh-huh. baptismal. I come by, I save you, and then you going on to work. Let's go, cat. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a Mr. Wilson. This Wilson. How you doing? Who's this? Uh, how you doing? Uh, my name is Brother Springwater, man. Listen, we uh, we 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 got uh, paid. To actually come by and do some services to uh, for for you by some friends of yours, and we wanted to actually call and see about scheduling and see what you had available. Uh, some some, some my services. Well, y'all plan on cutting some grass? What uh, what y'all do? What kind of services y'all have? Actually, sir, uh, you've got some friends that have actually spent a, a great amount of money on you, and what we do is uh, we have a um, baptismal on wheels service. And what we do is we go and we um, we baptize people uh, at their home. And and Baptism on Wheels has been it's a new um, company, but we we've, we've baptized over a thousand people now. We have a a truck with it, which actually has a baptismal pool on the back of it, and we actually come to your home and we will baptize you in your driveway and and make you whole again. So we've uh, been, uh, bro- we've, excuse me, bro- brother Water. Brother Spring, what, what's your name again? I'm sorry. I didn't, Springwater. I didn't Springwater. Springwater. You want to come to my house and give me a baptism in my front yard? We want to baptize you right there in your driveway. Your friends are paid for the services. And My, uh, my friend, what friend will pay for me to get baptized? I, I've been baptized already, Doc. Well, from my understanding, baptized. sir, that evidently you, you've had some, some bumps and bruises, and, and, and they seem to uh, to believe that you need to be washed and cleaned I mean, again. I mean, that's all good. That's all. That's all, that's all good. But I mean, things. Are, I mean, thing. Be that uh, that it may, man. I mean, I I've been baptized. I go to church. You know, uh, uh, me and the Lord don't have no problems. I mean, we all have setbacks. But for you to pull up with your pool in front of my house to say you finna baptize me, that that doesn't make any sense to me, Doc. I mean, well, see, see, sir. Sometimes when some people are not able to go to the house of the Lord and get baptized, you know, we're making it a lot more convenient for you. Well, we can actually I don't need no convenience. I don't need no convenience. What do I need convenience for? You asking me to come to my house on a Tuesday 
to baptize me in my driveway, does that make any sense to you, Brother Water? I mean, come on. If you really sit back and think about it, does that make any sense to you uh, uh, to come for the convenience? First of all, sir, that 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 that's brother spring water. But what brother, I'm trying to what I'm trying to any say any type is that of water is holy water, spring water. It doesn't make no difference to me. You can't come to my neighborhood and baptize me in front of my sir, house, sir. What is all the anger? Cool water. See, this is this is what your friends are talking about. That I don't you, give a damn what my friends are telling you, man. And anybody, which which one of my friends gonna recommend you to come to my damn house? Sir, I'm I'm I'm, I'm not. And I'm, my if I. Dude, that, man, that don't even make any sense to me. You understand? So I'm not, I'm not at any liberty to tell you who actually. Uh, hey, hold up, but you're in the liberty to come to my damn house and baptize me, but you can't tell me who the hell go see you. But you're not at liberty. What type, man? Come on. You don't even. Come on. Does that make sense to you, Doc? Come on. That doesn't make any. No way in the world I'm going to allow you to come and bring your pool in front of my house and baptize me. Then I'm asking you as, as you, you supposed to be a pastor. You're supposed to be baptized. I'm asking you, okay, which friend of mine is sending you to, you know, to letting you know I need to be baptized. You're going to tell you I'm at liberty? Sir, sir, all I want to know, uh, basically, you, I've already been paid. I'm, I'm coming, I'm, I'm calling out you a about your schedule. You're not on, baptizing me. I've been baptized. I'm going to baptize you on Tuesday in your driveway. Man, I'll tell you what. If you come to my house in front of my driveway, you better bring the whole congregation. You understand? You better bring the deacons, the brothers. The sisters and everybody else, if you think I'm going to be baptized in my driveway. This is the problem. This is what your friends are talking about. This is why you need to be baptized and cleansed again and washed in the blood of the Lamb. This is what's wrong. You need to be cleansed. That's what's wrong with you, Mr. Wilton. What's wrong with me? No, what's wrong with you is calling me in the middle of my work day telling me I need to be baptized in front of my house. If I need to be baptized and go get some holy water, I go down to the church. I don't need you coming in front of my house making a whole circus with all your friends and some white sheets talking about you want to baptize me? That's from my, no understanding, me. From my understanding, from my understanding, Mr. Wilton, you've missed two Sundays already this month. Two Sundays? So, man, I can go anywhere and get the work. I don't need you coming here because you're telling me I missed two damn Sundays. I'm going to miss that Sunday too because the football game coming off. Sir, all I know is I've been paid to do a job. I will be there Tuesday morning at 7 o'clock, and we will baptize you before you go to work on Tuesday morning. I tell you what. I tell you what. You come to my house at 7 o'clock in the morning. I swear on your Lord, I'm going to bust your You understand me? You will not come to my house telling me you're going to baptize me. I don't give a damn who paid you. You understand? I will drown your in the water. Matter of fact, now, bring you, your deacons, and everybody else. We're going to have a pool party in that you understand? I'm going to all of this anger and all of this, this these problems you have within you. We are going to purge your body and get it out your system. I don't want your please to me. I tell you what. I tell you what. Brother Springwater, is it that's a call? It's Brother Springwater. You're going to get baptized on Tuesday morning. I don't give a damn who pays you, who calls you. Bring your I'm going to I guarantee you, I'm going to drive you on site. I got one more thing I want to say to you. Would you listen you to me? Got a Matter of fact, I'm busy. You ain't got to say to me. I got to go. You understand? You ain't got I got one more me. thing I want to say to you. Is you listening to me? What, man? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy, Mason. <laughs> Hello? Man, let me tell you something, man. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> let me tell you something, boy. Yeah, 
Y'all was about to bring some hell to heaven. I was about to act a fool on y'all if y'all would have showed up at my crib. You understand me? What time y'all ain't got else better to do than to sit around here and just with people doing their day. Man, I ain't never thought y'all could get me with this. And who the hell goes around baptizing people on wheels? That's like meals on wheels. How y'all baptize people? With a pool on the back of your your F one fifty. Hey Wilson, I gotta ask you something. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, you know it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Saving souls is what I do. I save yeah. souls. Oh, right. yeah, I had the same reaction to this prank I had yesterday. <laughs> and what was that? Remind us, please. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Baby, that's all I'm saving souls. Let me help me out now. Trying to go to heaven. You know, I just save souls. That's what I do, you know. I, I, you know, you, you just know, play too much. That's pull up in that Ford F-150. It. I got that little, you know, baptismal pool on the back. Bring you on outside to the driveway. You dip you down. You save now. Do it. <laughs> all right. Thank you, uh, I got Pastor. got a robe on and everything. I got all that. <laughs> uh, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, Cardi B recently revealed the number one thing about her husband Offset that turns her on. Cardi tweeted, okay, this might be weird, but one of the things that turns me on about my, about my man is that he is really good in math, L-M-A-O. Like, that is so sexy to me. Sounds like Cardi is a sapiosexual, and those are people who are turned on by a potential partner's intelligence, okay? Oh, I've I become one of them since COVID, yeah. Oh, what really? I didn't know that. You're yeah. a sapiosexual, too? I just found out there's anything that turned me on right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> That's me. A woman walking by with a coat on a deal Sapio. for you, huh, Junior? Yes, sir. You just a as sapio as you want it to be. Woo! Sapio! <laughs> I think you like nerds, Shirley. You like, oh, you know, smart yeah, guys. Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. I do. I like smart guys. So mm-hmm. I like no. So he know physics. Uh, I mean, what do he? How, how, how cold of a math is we talking about? Well, that's what she said. He's really good in math. Mm-hmm. That's Count what she that said. Money. Math, Count yeah, money. Yeah, see, a, a lot of people good at math to me. Why you say that? Because hell, yeah, because I wouldn't. Yeah, because you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anybody, you gotta see. <laughs> but you. But you can Boy, count money, you though, Steve. Yeah, Kinda, and I make count, it. Hey, let me tell you something. Count it better than anybody on earth. <laughs> see? <laughs> and you know how to make it. All right, we Shout gotta, me and see what happens. <laughs> we kind of uh, talked about this story uh, yesterday, guys, in other entertainment news. NBC News is apologizing uh, for the mix-up. And <laughs> this was a big one. They mixed up Kevin Hart and Usain Bolt. <laughs> How? 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 We How? all look alike. Yeah. <laughs> Usain recently tested positive for COVID-19, but you, they used Kevin's picture on the post about the story. 
So here's part of NBC's correction statement. They say the social image on this post mistakenly featured a photo of comedian Kevin Hart and the system reverted to an image of Hart from an unrelated video and it has been corrected. Well, Kevin Hart took it in stride as always. He posted, uh, I must have gotten really fast and tall overnight. I want to take advantage of this moment and race anyone in the world. You're so stupid. <laughs> yes. Anybody we in the you, world. Kevin. We Go love you, Kevin. We love you, Kevin Hart. Because we're looking at somebody that's 6'6". Six, six. Yeah. And somebody that's probably five six. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a foot off, y'all. Come on. Just a foot. Yeah, just a foot. And if Kevin ain't tripping, what I care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't think Usain had anything to, to he wasn't mad about it either. Yeah. I mean he's more concerned that he has COVID nineteen right now and, and taking yeah. care of it. I would be yeah. upset Pray if you mm-hmm. but I would Definitely. be upset if you mistaken me for somebody shorter. Like you and your and your nephew, huh? Like yeah. if they if they were talking about you and they put a picture of Tommy up there, you would be upset Damn, about that. Cheryl, I wasn't going there with it, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just asking. I mean, you said someone shorter. Very upset. You, you would be Damn, sexy though. You would be sexy though. Tommy, I, I'm gonna tell you this one more time, man. And please don't make me say it too much, too many more times. I, 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 your right. ass ain't sexy. <laughs> You well, ain't what never is something? What dog. is? What is I'm is ain't sexy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what. That's what I'm ism. I'm ism okay. ain't sexy. <laughs> All right, listen. Um, it's time for today's headline, Steve. Please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, good morning, everybody. This is Andrew for the news. Starting out with the soggy part. Hurricane Laura made landfall early this morning along the Texas-Louisiana coast as a Category 4 storm, packing winds as high as 155-mile-an-hour winds. Those are called unsurvivable winds, and they cause storm surges. Right now, the high is maybe 10, 15, maybe 20 feet, according to Texas Governor Greg Abbott. This has been categorized repeatedly as an unsurvivable storm surge where it will be hitting. Uh, and that storm surge could continue inland for about 30 miles. Which is what it's doing. It's going northward right now. It's down to a Category 3, but that's about 120 miles uh, per hour winds. About a half a million Gulf residents asked to evacuate the area in advance, but some stayed. Some 300,000 residents are out of power this morning in the area. Laura's already responsible for at least two dozen deaths in Haiti and the Dominican Republic. Demonstrators out again last night in Kenosha, Wisconsin, calling for justice in the police shooting of a 29-year-old father of three named Jacob Blake. Uh, Blake unarmed and shot seven times in the back, remains in critical condition, and his family says he's paralyzed from the waist down. There's now a report this morning that said that Blake had a weapon in the car, uh, supposedly a knife. However, there's no camera or footage of, that shows him getting it, grabbing it, or intending to do so. Meanwhile, the white teenager is the only one who's really charged with killing somebody. A white teenager charged with fatally shooting two protesters. He's identified as 17-year-old Kyle Rittenhouse, described as a Blue Lives Matter activist. Rittenhouse charged with first-degree intentional homicide. Last night was day three of the Republican National Convention. Among last night's speechmakers were the now-departing presidential advisor Kellyanne Conway. She's the inventor of that term alternate facts. Remember that? And her husband and daughter are both proud anti-Trumpers. And Vice President Mike Pence, who is really featured, he used the right phrases and code words to satisfy the GOP base. Last week, Joe Biden didn't say one word about the violence and chaos engulfing cities across this country. So let me be clear. The violence must stop, whether in Minneapolis, 
Portland, or Kenosha. Too many heroes have died defending our freedom to see Americans strike each other down. We will have law and order on the streets of this country for every American. And he said that's why we need four more years of Trump. By the way, Democratic candidate Joe Biden uh, spoke to the Jacob Blake family and did condemn the violence uh, by police and some of the protesters. A number of athletes, some sportscasters uh, demonstrating their anger and disgust over another cop shooting of a black man. Didn't go to work. The Milwaukee Bucks refused to play last night. There was a lot of stuff. And LeBron James trying to get some more poll workers as well. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, yesterday, the Milwaukee Bucks boycotted their NBA playoff game against the Orlando Magic. And shortly after that, the NBA announced they were going to postpone all of their playoff games in protest of the shooting of Jacob Blake. Take a listen to Clippers head coach Doc Rivers. Oh, he had some powerful comments. Take a listen. What stands out to me is um, just just watching the Republican uh, convention and this, they're spewing this fear, right? Like, all you hear Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear, we're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung, we've been shot, and all you do is keep hearing about fear. It's. It's amazing why we keep loving this country and this country does not love us back. Wow. Oh, man. Wow. You know, man, that's a, that's a profound statement. I've known Doc for a while. We're not close or anything, but I've known him for a while. Mm-hmm. And he's always, uh, he's always uh, spoke up. He's, a, he's truly a player's coach. Mm-hmm. But see, for Kenny Smith to walk off TNT... I get it, man. He he's a former NBA player. He he played even Shaq and all of them, but he gets it, and he just, he just wanted to do something to help with the protest. People don't understand how black people feel. Yeah. And now there care. are millions of non-African Americans who are participating in this Black Lives Movement matter, Black Black Lives Matter movement, and it's a great thing to see. For those of you who don't that are sitting at the Republican National Convention and ignoring, ignoring the Black Lives Matter movement like it's some Marxist theory and people who are coming up to destroy the fiber of America. I want to remind you of something. Black people built this country. This country called America is what it is because of four hundred years of free labor that allowed you to profit in ways that no other nation could. That's how you became the richest nation in the world and the most powerful because you enslaved a group of people for 400 years and had them at your beckoning whim and your call to do whatever you needed to do while you stacked up money. This country is still benefiting from slavery because all these tobacco companies was built on the backs of black people. Then you turned it into sharecropping after slavery was over. Yeah. We built this country, but we ain't ever really been a part of it. I got something else to say when we come back. Too. Okay. I'm, All right. I'm going to fix his ass, too. Yeah. Got something for him. All right. Hang on. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 34 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, Steve, when we went to break, you had something heavy on your mind about you know, you know slavery and, and how black people feel in this moment. You've, and... you've got to understand the fatigue. You've also got to, you've also have to understand the protest because we, we have no other way to get your attention. You're not paying no attention to us. Even in lieu of the Aubrey case, in lieu of the George Floyd case, in you of Eric Garner, in lieu of all the men, Breonna Taylor, y'all still shooting us. And all the Republican National Convention can talking about is Blue Lives Matter. We not shooting the police. There's no, there's no outbreak of black people killing police. There is an outbreak that has been and broke out of black people being killed repeatedly. If you don't understand why we upset about this, there's something wrong with you. Now, you can sit at this Republican National Convention and you can ignore the coronavirus. Ain't nobody talked about it but Melania. You can sit up and talk and praise him for the way he's handled it. And how can you think he's handled that wonderfully? How many people we lost? And you can ignore the Black Lives Matter movement and keep acting like we're some militant group who are out here. Let me explain to you what happens when people, the protest turns violent. It's because... The Republican, not the Republican Party, but governmental institutions. There are certain institutions who know how to put plant people in there to help start it. So you can derail the movement for the intent, the instigators that you put in there. And, and, And it derails the movement so you can change the narrative from what we are talking about, the injustice that black people are under the thumbs of your police departments across the country. And so you put this other thing in so we can derail it. But you're not going to derail it this time. Just like you derail what Colin Kaepernick was doing, you're not going to derail it this time. This time some white folks saw what you've done. And they upset about it too in Portland, in Seattle, in Phoenix, in Detroit, in Cleveland, in D.C., in New York. In Kenosha, Wisconsin. A lot of people are sick of it. And so you can have your Republican National Convention and never say one calming word to the Black Lives Matter movement to even say to them, hey, you know what? We need to work on some things so you all feel better about here in America because you keep wanting us to honor the flag, which we do. But we tired of singing a song that ain't about us. Hmm. Oh, say, can you see? Can you see? Yes. What y'all keep doing to me, but you acting like it's rain when we standing under pee. Mm-hmm. And we tired of it. Mm. We sick and tired of it, man. And if you can't see how we sick and tired of it, imagine if it were you. But why you can't imagine? You know why you can't imagine it? it's you? Because you can't imagine it. Exactly. It's yeah, unthinkable yeah. Right, right. that exactly. someone would lying. shoot your child. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. your son might not come home because yeah. he had on a hoodie. Yeah. That he yeah. went to the store to get some Skittles and an iced tea. Your son don't come back. Right. Yeah. So I know you, it's real. hard for some people to imagine it, 
because you can't imagine it happening. You can't imagine a police having their knee on your neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. You, how, you're an American. You can't do this to me. I just said I can't breathe. But Eric Gardner said the same damn thing. I can't breathe. He said it over and over. Now, you done shot all of us this year, Breonna Taylor, Aubrey, George Floyd, and now the man Blake. You keep uh, killing Brooks, us. Don't forget, right after and, George Floyd. I'm just Richard talking about Brooks. all of us. Yeah. You kill all of us, mm-hmm. and you have a Republican convention. You don't mention it. Because your president is so worried about blue lives matter. We not killing the police. The police is killing us. Coming yeah. up. I've been pissed off. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's Strawberry Letter, my subject for today, my wife keeps leaving me and coming back. But right now, we'll talk about that. But right now, we're talking about this. The nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? Can you do my makeup? Oh, you need a makeup Can you do... My makeup. Sound pretty simple, don't it? Yeah. All right, cool. Cool. Watch this here. Let's go, Kat. Hello? Hello. May I speak to, uh, to Brandy, please? Yes, this is Brandy. Hi, Brandy. My name is Carl. I'm calling. I got a... Uh, uh, you came highly recommended. You actually, you're, you actually are... I'm, I'm sorry. Is it, is it I don't know if I'm saying it right. Is it makeup artist, makeup stylist? What do you, what do you call yes. it? It's makeup artist. I'm a professional makeup artist. Okay. And you work at the... Um, you work with the makeup counter in Correct. Okay. Listen, I got a uh I got a photo shoot coming up and I wanted to see about uh, sometime this week, maybe the following week you could actually come and and I hire you to uh, actually make me up for my photo shoot. Is is do you do a lot of photo shoots at all or you Yes, sir, I sure do. I've been in the business for ten years, so I I've been around several photo shoots. Okay, good deal. So what what's the, I mean, you have any time this week that I can actually just come in and we can do like a trial run or something? Yeah, um, I'll actually be here Friday for uh, about six hours. Will Friday work for you? I'm here. I start at eleven. At eleven. I mean, I could come in like maybe like around three on Friday if, if you. If, can you squeeze me in at that time? I sure can. Okay. What's what's so good? Is there a certain makeup for for men? Well, there, it kind of works there... out. It works out the same as for women in photo shoots. You just need some type of cream foundation, something to even out the skin tone. Uh, powder you down to take away the oils, cover up any blemishes or anything like that. It's pretty much the same. Of course, you don't get the whole eyeshadow and lashes and stuff. But right, 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 right. You know, well, I'm not trying to get all that. But <laughs> I'm just trying to, you know, just trying to look good on camera. Uh, yeah. let, let, let me ask you this. How much makeup have you done as far as um, men? You know what I mean? Yes, several. Okay. So I'm very comfortable with it. You'll be fine, trust me. That's what I was really worried about, is if you were going to be comfortable with it. Because, uh, I mean, have you done... Um, I'm a little uh, conscientious about a few things, you know what I mean. And I, um, have you, have you, have you, how many butts have you done? I'm sorry. How, how many what? Like 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 butts, you know. How many how many butts have you made up? I haven't made up any butts. Like are you like you mean like asses? Yeah, I mean because see, my no. I'm actually doing a nude photo shoot. And, uh, you know, I got a couple of scratches and, you know, some old scars on my butt. And, I, you know, like, like you said, I'm, you know, I'm a little shy about, you know, some of that. So I was uh, hoping you could no. actually, hopefully you can actually make sure that those scars don't show and, 
you know, you say you kind of, um, you know, uh, make sure everything is, is doesn't look oily. You know what I mean? And and uh, I just need to get my okay. my. No, well, but I I I did when you, I didn't understand what you was talking about. I may not be the makeup artist. I don't. I'm not seriously. I'm not gonna do your. Okay, but I, I mean, we're just talking about makeup, though. I mean, you know, you you're talking about. Yeah, but I'm not about to put my makeup brushes that I use on people's faces on your ass. Like, t- tell your photographer to, to like, Photoshop that. Okay, like, okay. Who I mean, that's why I'm coming in to see you on Friday. I want you to, to do everything and, and make me up there in the store so I can see what it looks like. I want to see... You were going to come into my job and make me do your like what are you? What planet are you? Where did you think that was going to work? You cannot come into my job. How are you going to come to my job naked? Seriously? Uh, I mean, well, I was going to wear a robe. I'm not going to just you know walk no, in there naked. No, you are naked. not. Don't you even think about coming into my job? Who referred you? Who told you, you need to delete this number? Do not. You're, I'm not about to get this job. Well, I just need to get my, my done. Okay, I'm, I don't want to go back doing... and forth with you. Why is it a problem with you doing my butt and putting some makeup on it? Now, if I need to buy you some brushes, I'll buy you some brushes and you can take some brushes. I don't want brushes. you to buy me anything. I don't want you coming into my job. I don't want you calling me ever again to do any kind of work. I'm coming in there and I'm at, and now listen. I, I, I am I, a professional makeup artist. Clearly, you don't know what that means. So you and need if to you're professional, you then you will take out the part that's bothering you and do the job, lady. You know what I mean? If my... Before I get real ignorant, I'm not about to finish this conversation. Do not come into my job. Do not call me to do your ass. That's not going to happen. So, so, so I guess it's safe to go around and let people know that Brandy is not professional because you can't do parts Look, of the body. My reputation is good in the streets, boo. You can't go around and tell anybody that I'm not professional. Nobody's ever called me to do their ass. Get some skincare for your ass. How about that? And then you won't need any makeup. I know you didn't. You're not going to sit here and now start talking about my If I told you some of my deepest secrets to let you know I want to come in there and get some makeup. Well, that's your bad for telling a stranger your deepest secrets. Okay. You know what? I'm coming up to your store anyway on Friday. All right? And I'll talk to your boss don't and let, let them know. Me, don't, don't let it fool you. Okay? I will be, you heard me. Don't come in my job. Look, if I lose my job over your foolishness, I guarantee you will be paying all my bills. Okay. Bottom line is I'm coming in there with my robe on Friday. Somebody going to do my butt. You, your manager. Sir, you're not coming. You know what? How about you come up here right now? How about I go ahead and take care of the situation right now? I'm here now. Can you come I right can now? I come up there right now with my robe. I'm okay, in my well, robe now. Well, well bring, bring your butt up here right now. We'll see if your butt gets done. I'm not doing it. Okay. Well, the bottom line, who is your manager anyway? Where's she at? Is she there? I am the manager. Now what? Okay, see, that's what the damn problem is. You got your little self a little position at your job. Now you're trying to throw your weight around. If if a person wants to get their butt done, okay, look, didn't you see uh, uh, Avatar? Them people have makeup all on their butt, all on their back and everything. Okay, why not you call them? You call them and ask them to do your butt. Don't call me. I'm hanging up. Do not call me anymore. They are makeup artists. What are you? Look, this conversation is over. Yeah, it's over because you know what? You know, you, let me tell you something. You, do you know who you're talking to? Do you know who you're talking to? Do you know who you're talking to? I know who I'm talking to. I'm talking to Brandy. But do Brandy know who Brandy talking to? Clearly somebody who is ignorant. Okay. Well, let me tell you who I am. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend, Carmen. You are lying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting off the phone. I'm getting. <laughs> Why y'all do that? Yeah, that is not cool. I hope nobody's listening. You just made me out of 
stupid. I got you, girl. I got you, you good. You got me good. With the butt? Yeah, for real. Get you some skin care. Get some skin care <laughs> to take care of the problem. Hey, I got one more thing I got to ask you. What is the baddest? And I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Oh, the damn Steve Harvey morning <laughs> show. <laughs> Just need My a little, girl need, was need sick a little of butt you. work. That's all. A little butt work. You know. That was pretty funny, Tommy. Yeah, that really was. Nice. A little butt work, so man. That's ignorant. Makeup, makeup yeah. for my butt, Tommy. Come on. Hey, man, I ain't the only one. Oh, oh, everybody got nice <laughs> skin on their butt. Everybody on this show, <laughs> your butt smooth. Here perfect. It's smooth, Tommy. <laughs> y'all, <laughs> y'all, y'all ain't got no imperfections. Right? No stretch and you, marks. And you mad because he said stroke. Wow. <laughs> that was funny, Tommy. Yes. You know, little butt work, Stupid. you know, little makeup right there. That's all. Make that thing happen. Come in there with my robe on, D robe. Let's get it. She said, You mean what? Put it on your. What? Huh? Your ass? Yeah. Yeah, she did say that. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh my Let me God. speak to the manager. I am the manager. Now yeah. what? Now what? <laughs> yeah. Wow. There we go. Soon as black people get a position. Here we go. So hey, can I ignorant. say something that ain't got nothing to do with the prank right now? What's that? Yes, of course. It's your show. Yeah. <gasps> At the Republican National Convention last night, uh-huh. <laughs> where did they find these black people at? There ain't nobody never heard of or talked to in years. Herschel ain't been on nothing in years. He ain't doing commercials. Herschel Walker? Yeah. And I don't know where they find where they find the other football player for. Ain't nobody never heard of. Where they find these people out there? Ain't nobody ever. Trump? No, his name. Like he the greatest thing since. Yeah, 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 with a red tie. You know, I'm not against black people that are Republicans. I'm I'm not at all. You can be whatever you want to be. But where they find them for Trump? All of a sudden, <laughs> they just, that's coming out of the astonishing to me. They're but it ain't out. many of them. They don't where, find where them before. Where is the woodwork set, though? All right. <laughs> we got to get out of here. Uh, coming up next, Strawberry Letter. Subject, my wife keeps leaving me and coming back. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click on where it says Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Might be yours. Buggle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Thank you, the nephew. Uh, subject, my wife keeps leaving me and coming back. She keeps leaving me and coming back. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 35-year-old man with two kids and a stepdaughter by my wife. I love my family, but I have come to a breaking point in, with my wife. For the second time in four years, she has left the home and cut off all contact with me and the kids. The first time she left, she ran off with a man that she met online. She bought a bus ticket and ro- <laughs> rode out west and didn't contact us for a month. Eventually, the guy dumped her and she reached out to me. I ended up sending her $400 for her to get back home. Earlier this summer, I was grilling and the kids were in the pool. My wife said she had to run to Walmart to get a few things. We have not seen her since what? then. 
The kids and I rode all around town looking for her that night and the next day. I kind of figured she'd left us again, but I didn't want to upset the kids. I filed a missing persons report with the police, and the police told me since she'd left before, they wouldn't open an investigation right away. I posted pictures on Facebook, and instantly I got all kinds of messages saying that she'd been seen around our city and a few cities close by. I wasn't surprised, and I waited for her to call home. After 45 days, she called saying she needs to come back home, and she is ashamed of what she keeps doing to the family. I told the kids she called and is ready to come home. They said I shouldn't let her come back, and we'd be just fine without her. We've been married 14 years, and I've kept the marriage together for the kids. But now they're saying to throw her and the whole marriage away. Do you think I should take their advice or give my wife one more chance? Please advise. Well, I mean, you know, the decision, of course, is ultimately up to you what you do. Uh, should you take, take the kids' advice or give your wife one more chance? Uh, is that what you want to do? Well, it's certainly not what the kids want you to do because they're sick of her. They, they really are. And they let you know so you can let yourself off the hook. They want you to stop feeling guilty about all this. Your wife leaving and coming back and running off with some man she met on online and, you know, just not hearing from her. No contact for 40 days and a month, 45 days. What is all of this? And then you have two kids and one of them is her stepdaughter. She's sick of her mom too. They want a divorce from her. And really, so should you at this point. Your wife doesn't care about you. She doesn't care about the kids. And, and your kids, I don't know how old they are. You said they were in the pool while you were grilling. But, I, I mean, they're cool just with being with you, Dad. Uh, I, I just say, I'm saying sorry here, but your wife is trifling and she's a horrible mom. I mean, is, is she on drugs or something? What, what is going on with her? Who just walks out on her family and comes back like nothing ever happened? I, I'm sure this is devastating for your children. I'm sure it is. Um, <laughs> who, who does this? Why should they have to continue to go through this time and time again? They, they can't be secure. They can't, you know, they, they're unsure of themselves. And, and why should you have to continually go through this? Who can live like this? I, I just, you know, you, you never know from one day to the next if you'll have a mom or, or, or if you have a wife or not. I say pack her bags, put yourself and your kids out of this revolving door of a marriage and uh, tell your wife that uh, you and the guys will be just fine without her. She's selfish, and that's what the kids want you to do anyway. But unless you really want to do it, and I don't see why you wouldn't, I don't know. Don't let her back, okay? She, she's a source of misery for you guys. Steve? Well, let me start by saying this to you. It ain't a good look when your kids are smarter than you. <laughs> right. You know, it just ain't a good look. Let me just start there, okay? All right, here we go. You're a 35-year-old man, got two kids and a stepdaughter. I love my family, but you had a breaking point. For the second time in four years, she done left home, cut off all contact with me and the kids. The first time she, first time she left, she ran off with a man she met online. 
She bought a bus ticket and rode out west. What? How trifling. This is a badass decision. Who buys a bus ticket to ride out west? You know, like she in a western or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go west, young man. Fortune out there. And she left you for a dude that sent her a bus ticket. From a man that has a house with a swimming pool in it in the backyard grilling, she left you for a man that sent her a bus ticket. Your wife is not a bright person. (laughs) The kids are. The wife is not. So let's try to make some sense of it. And she bought a bus ticket, rode out. She didn't contact us for a month. Damn, man, that's hard. Eventually, the guy dumped her. She reached out to me. I ended up spending $400 for her to get back home. Now, you obviously bought a plane ticket. Hold on. We'll ha- oh, hold on, I- Steve. Hold that thought. Oh, God. <laughs> Just hold it. Hold it. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's subject, my wife keeps leaving me and coming back. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject, my wife keeps leaving me and coming back. Yeah. Yeah, she been doing it. Second time in four years. She done left. The first time she left with a man she met online. Uh, She bought a bus ticket and rode out west. (laughs) I knew this relationship was doomed. You meet a dude online, he's buy you a bus ticket. All right. Eventually, God dumped her. You ended up sending $400 for her way to get back home. Your stupid ass bought an airline ticket. Clearly, you care more about her than the dude online. Now, here's a good one right here. Earlier this summer, I was grilling. Kids was outside in the pool. My wife said she had to run to Walmart to get a few things. We ain't seen her ass since. That's horrible. What did she? What happened at the Walmart? This is bad. The kids and I rode around town looking for her that night. What? Mm-hmm. And the next day. Mm-hmm. Then the dude said, because he got tuition, I kind of figured she left us again. I ain't want to upset the kids, so I filed a missing person report. Police told me since she left before, they wouldn't open an investigation right away. <laughs> then you put some pictures on Facebook, and everybody started calling you, telling you, I saw that heifer <laughs> down right. at Earl Turner's. Right. Well, I saw her up at Abigail's. She was at the speakeasy too. Now she came in the tavern Friday. They just saw her everywhere. Yeah. You know, she an old broad that go do country stuff. You know, this ain't no big city chick. Oh, okay. Because of the bus. The bus. So I wasn't surprised and I waited for her to call home. After 45 days. So crazy. This heifer called 
back home says she's ashamed of what she keep doing to the family. Shirley says something right. Is she on drugs? Because this guy crackhead wrote all over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Matter of fact, let me let me let me let me let me back it down a little bit. Is she on meth? Mm. <laughs> let me tell you what, when you see her, look at her teeth real good. Why? Because if you on meth, your teeth is shot. Oh. You ain't see the Tiger King? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. His yeah. man. Did you yeah. see his mouth? His, oh, his, yeah. oh, yes. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah his I don't care yeah. what your sexual preference is. You got to want somebody with some better looking teeth than that. <laughs> <laughs> you can get with whoever you want to yeah, get with. Yeah. But damn, you got to have your mouth yeah. right. You yeah. have yeah. to. You have to. Now, I told the kid she called and ready to come home. The kid said, don't let her come back. We just fine without it. You know you messed up when your kids don't want their mama no more. Yeah. Your blood daughter, your blood daughter. We've been married 14 years, and I've kept the marriage together for the kids. Now, this is interesting because now they're saying to throw her and the whole marriage away. Mm -hmm. So if she had a stepdaughter, the stepdaughter got to be at least 15 because y'all only been together for 14 years. Mm -hmm. Unless she had the baby while she was out on the bus trip. <laughs> <laughs> she could have. Yeah, she see, could I don't, have. Uh, uh, yeah, she she what this crazy She's plenty trifling here. right here. She is. Do you think I should take their advice or give <laughs> yeah. my wife one more chance? Let me ask you something, bro. Give your wife one more chance to do what? What? Leave you To again? leave a third time? Yeah. Please advise. Brother. I don't even see why you're struggling with her. This is not a sign of a person that's no longer in it, in love with you or her family. Right. She loves something else. Now, I ain't saying she owns drugs. It do sound like drugs to me because she go on these binges. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong with her. But I, the kids deserve better. You seem like a good man. You probably get you a good woman. Yeah. Me personally, I'm just, this just Steve Harvey talking. Please don't, uh, tweet and Facebook me about my responses because, you know, I, I I don't really care no more. I really don't. I done got 63. I done got real comfortable with what I'm saying on this show. I divorced In your own skin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm no, divorcing I, her. I don't think he That's has real. much choice. Yeah. Not for real. I don't think he has much choice. I'm divorcing her. Mm-hmm. I'm not living like this. It's clear you don't want me and these kids. I don't want right. to keep sending yeah. the kids through it. And right. I want somebody to grill with me and the kids and be in the pool. Right. Mm-hmm. You can leave your husband and your kids. You will no leave me for somebody that bought a bus ticket. Yeah. That's what I'm throwed off at. <laughs> right. I can see if you came up. You didn't even go lateral. You just took mm-hmm. a step down. You rode a bus out west. <laughs> we don't even know where that is. I mean, yeah. Way yeah. out west. Just west. Yeah. Yeah. Past Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah. just went west of the Mississippi, ended up in, ended up in Mississippi. <laughs> oh wow. Just wherever. Yeah. This this is crazy. She's a ba- she's a bad woman. She's not a good person. I'm done with her. You can yeah, do what you want to do, bro. But even right. kids know. Thank you, Steve. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, it is our girl, 
Cheryl Underwood from The Talk. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, please introduce our girl from The Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. Don't play around with it no more. Here she Mm -hmm. is on the show. Shirley the Underwood. You know what? And I answer to that. I answer to that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and and even though, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Culturally, in the worst of times, you know, we try to have some levity. That's our culture. Am I right, brothers and sisters? Absolutely. Amen. Yes, man. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because we ain't going to let the devil know he ain't getting nobody down. That's why we seeing prayers to everybody in Texas and Louisiana because of the hurricane. You know what I'm saying? We want people to get on the bus, yes, get the yep. shelter they Ms. need. Laura. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We praying for everybody. You know what I'm saying? And and what's going on in Wisconsin, uh, you got a right as an American to peaceful protest. But, mm-hmm. okay, this is why people say, well, why y'all mad? Let me tell you why. Okay, I'm about to say a bad word. I'm sorry, Carla Pharrell. If y'all can catch anything bad, I say. But the little white boy mm-hmm. uh, shot two people, 17, walked past the yeah. damn police, mm-hmm. and yeah. ain't nobody mm-hmm. shot at him. Another black man going back to his car where his children are, right, get shot in the back. And now he paralyzed. Uh See, that's why we mad. Because the little boy, he make it all the way back uh, 15 miles back over the state line. So don't that make it a federal crime, uh, Tommy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That that mm-hmm. make it federal, Junior. You know, you remember when we was me and you was talking about this. It, we was well, never mind. When we was talking about <laughs> how the fact that it's a federal crime when you go across state line. So now you're an interstate terrorist, right? Mm-hmm. Still alive, still alive. Okay, and this is why we mad because it's a difference between how black people get treated by law enforcement than how white mm-hmm. people get treated by law enforcement. Mm-hmm. White people get taken to Burger King after you done shot up a church with some black people in it. Get a sorry, I'm sorry, Lord. I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to say that. Get a sandwich. It sounded good though. It's very effective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying not to cuss because I could I could let loose a string of cuss words right now. You know what I'm saying? But I'm very happy that the NBA, uh, especially Milwaukee, yes. uh, the yes. Bucks, the Brewers, the WNBA, Major League Baseball, everybody decided enough is enough. We gonna protest this. But now what we gotta do? We gotta get ready to vote people out. This Negro, and I see I did good. This Negro, Daniel Cameron, Kentucky Attorney General, got time to go speak at this book. Okay, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Convention. But he ain't got time to bring the justice the people right. who murdered Breonna Taylor. Taylor. But I'm going to yep. shout out one person that y'all need to know. California State Senator Steve Braffer is putting forward a bill in California to decertify unfit police. It's called Senate Thank Bill you. 731. This bill will ensure victims of police crimes get a fair day in court because we must have a mechanism to hold police accountable. All right. Thank you, Cheryl. Coming up at the top of the hour, Carla's reality update right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Tommy. Let's do this. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. She is here. Carla Farrell with what reality update? Thank you, nephew. Let's talk about Real Housewives of Potomac. So, Shirley. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) You text me while we were watching this. All right. So, did y'all see Karen? Did you see Karen rock that all pink suit with that pink hat giving her inner Beyonce? 
at her Potomac home coming party. That's it. That's right. She and her husband, Ray, have moved back to the Potomac. And so she gave a party. Now, Giselle and Robin, they were at the party, but they felt like Karen's husband, Ray, was not included and that the party was just for Karen. Mm. And I think Ray had enough, honey. He went upstairs. You know, he's old. that. <laughs> he's an older gentleman. He oh, took his drink and went upstairs. Yes. It must be 930. <laughs> yeah, it's getting late. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Brother Ray was over it. Also, Giselle, she had a conversation with her friend Cal. He's a friend and a hairstylist about her daughters having issues with her getting back together with their dad, Pastor Mm -hmm. Jamal Bryant. Mm -hmm. Uh, Giselle's friend, Cal, though, he pointed out to Giselle that her daughters have been through a lot. And on the show, Giselle, Giselle, she talked bad about their dad and Mm -hmm. and the cheating and, and all of that that went on in their marriage. So he's telling Giselle that, you have to give these girls time to adjust and deal mm-hmm. and try to digest what's going on with their parents getting back together. So it was very emotional for Giselle. She was crying. Mm-hmm. You know, of course she doesn't want, you know, she wants her family to be together. And if right. her and her ex-husband are working on things, trying to get it back together for the sake of the family. But the kids are like, Wait, you know, we ain't doing it. Not right. Because they went through a lot when they were younger mm-hmm. <clears throat> with all of that. And then finally, Monique. She told her husband, Chris, that she wanted more date nights and that she wanted more effort from him since she handles everything else. She wants date nights and not to mention she recently gave birth to their third child. Cute little Uh, baby. Yeah, that is a cute Uh little boy. Yeah. So after that episode air, I saw on social media that fans were saying that, oh, one person was saying, oh, Monique is not happy at home. And then Monique tweeted and responded to that, saying that married couples have to be able to express how they feel and that Mm -hmm. viewers need to stop idolizing fake couples on social media. She says this is a real marriage that her and her husband, they go through things, but they are still mm-hmm. married and they're still, you know, a family Working together trying out, to trying work things. Mm-hmm. That's it. Trying to work things out. So let me know what you guys think about Real Housewives of Potomac. What did you think, Shirley? You watched it. Carla, you started off with the Grand Dame, and you know we love the Grand Dame. She's so <laughs> yes. grand. We yes. love her. Yeah. And, and Monique, I was feeling her, but I didn't. Mm-mm. Her husband's response was a bit crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I didn't yeah. like his response. Well, I pay for everything. everything. Yeah, like I'm a provider, so. Yeah. yeah so. I push these babies out, mm-hmm. though. Hello. Mm-hmm. I want, Hello. That's all I'm asking for is more intimacy with my husband. So that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, too. I liked, I agree. Um, yeah, I liked um, my girl Ashley and. Um, and, and what's Candace. the other? Candace. I like the fact that they could communicate and talk now without all the other stuff going on. But it's just know. like Candace and Giselle are beefing a little bit. Yeah. They were beefing at the party. So we'll keep, yeah, we'll keep an eye yeah. out on that. So let me tell you this, guys. More Real Housewives stories. Real Housewives of New York. The star, Dorinda Medley. She was fired from the Real Housewives what? of New York. Because- no! Yes, Junior. I was waiting on you. Thank you, Junior. <laughs> why, Carla? Why? Because page Dorinda. six, page six says that uh, the executives were sick of her, and then other folks. They said it's rumored that she was a mean drunk on the show. 
And, so and that's all it. true. That's all true. <laughs> there you have it. And Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star, Garcelle, actress. She's an actress, too. Mm-hmm. Garcelle Bouvet. She is now one of the new co-hosts of the talk show, The Real. Yes, so the congratulations Real. to wow. Garcelle. Wow. And that is Reality Update. You can hit me up at LipsparCarl on the gram, Twitter, and we'll talk more. All right, Shirley, girl. All right. Thank you, Carla. Love it. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 20 minutes after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Wow. This Hurricane Laura just, I mean, keeps coming. All right. It is slammed into the Gulf Coast. 150 miles per hour winds, Carla. That's right. Last night, or well, this morning, I should Early say. Early this morning. Mm-hmm. Right. Lake Charles, Louisiana. It is unbelievable that it's we are going through this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 2020 hurricanes, pandemic. And to have to evacuate during a, pan- during a pandemic, that is a yeah. lot. Lots mm-hmm. of power outages, wind damage. Um, Trees down. Yes. Roofs yes. And, off. Yes. But here's the thing. You have to stay indoors. A lot of times with hurricanes, people think, well, the storm has passed or it's been downgraded to a two, so it's safe to go outside. Absolutely not. Stay put. Stay where you are until local authorities can assess the damage. It's just now being, you know, daylight, the sun is out. So mm-hmm. hopefully organizations like Salvation Army, FEMA, Red Cross, they are ready to assist the residents that need help. Um, Shirley, you have a number I do. Red Cross. If- For information, if you want to make donations, you can text the word Laura. That's L-A-U-R-A. Text the word Laura to 90999. Text the word Laura to 90999 to make donations. And we're praying for you. We really, really are like Charles. We're praying for you in all of the Gulf Coast. Love the Gulf Coast. Heart of a love, Lake Charles. Lake Chuck, we got you. We're praying for you, Lake Charles. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. In entertainment news, Cardi B recently revealed the number one thing about her husband Offset that turns her on. Cardi tweeted, okay, this might be weird, but one of the things that turns me on about my about my man is that he is really good in math, L-M-A-O. Like, that is so sexy to me. Sounds like Cardi is a sapiosexual, and those are people who are turned on by a potential partner's intelligence, okay? Oh, I've, I've become one of them since COVID, yeah. Oh, oh really? Mean? I didn't know that. You're yeah. a sapiosexual, too? I just found out there's anything that turned me on right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's me. A woman walking by with a coat on a dude Sapio. for you, huh, Junior? Yes, sir. You just Sapio. as sapio as you want it to be. <laughs> sapio. <laughs> I do like nerds, Shirley. You like, oh, you know, smart yeah, guys. Yeah, I do. Yeah, 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 I, do. Yeah. I do. I do. I like smart guys. Mm-hmm. I like the little... No. So he know physics. Uh, I mean, like what do he, how, how, how cold of a math is we talking about? Well, that's what she said. He's really good in math. Mm-hmm. That's Count what she that said. Money. Math. Count that yeah. money. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 See, a, a lot of people good at math to me. Why you say that? Because hell, yeah, because I wouldn't. Yeah, because you. Yeah. 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 Anybody, if you got a C. <laughs> but you. But you can Boy, count money, you though, Steve. Yeah, Kinda, and I make count, it. Hey, let me tell you something. Count it better than anybody on earth. 
pussy. <laughs> and you know how to make it. Right, Shout me and see what happens. <laughs> we kind of uh, talked about this story uh, yesterday, guys, in other entertainment news. NBC News is apologizing uh, for the mix-up. And <laughs> this was a big one. They mixed up Kevin Hart and Usain Bolt. <laughs> How? 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 We How? all look alike. Yeah. <laughs> Usain recently tested positive for COVID-19, but you they used Kevin's picture on the post about the story. So here's part of NBC's correction statement. They say, the social image on this post mistakenly featured a photo of comedian Kevin Hart, and the system reverted to an image of Hart from an unrelated video, and it has been corrected. Well, Kevin Hart took it in stride, as always. He posted, uh, I must have gotten really fast and tall overnight. I want to take advantage of this moment and race anyone in the world. <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> yes. We love you, world. Kevin. We Go love ahead, you, yeah. Kevin Hart. Because <laughs> we're looking at somebody that's six six, yeah. and somebody that's probably five six. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a foot off, y'all. Come on. Just a foot. Yeah, just a foot. And if Kevin ain't tripping, what I care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming up, it is the last break of the day. Last break of the day. <laughs> And we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 Minutes After, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's dwindling down these days, man. 68 days left until the November 3rd election. 68 now? Wow. Where does the time go? And it seems like it's taking forever for this year to get over. Um, listen, all, all 2020, to, man. Yeah. 2020, man. <laughs> yeah, go to vote411.org, please, and get registered. It takes a, just a couple of minutes, really quick in and out. And then um, you can get all the information you need for early voting in your state, all of that. Just make sure you go to vote411.org. All right? That's it. That's all I have to say, Steve. You could take it away 2020. from here. 2020. You know, man, um... I'm a pretty positive person, you know, and um, I try to be motivational. I'm an optimistic person, and I try to keep it real. It's sort of funny how people are. You know, Junior is probably the youngest one on the show uh, in terms of being on the show and probably just the youngest. And he got a text uh, yesterday from a listener but not a listener who listens often and was kind of messing with Junior about the fact that he felt like we shouldn't have said anything about Herschel Walker, that we were racist for discussing Herschel Walker. And um, where's your leader when it comes to this Black Lives Movement? Meaning me, of course. So I knew right away by the tone of his text to Junior that he wasn't an avid listener of this show. Because if you're an avid listener of the show, you know full well where all of us stand in terms of Black Lives Matter. You realize that we dedicate a huge part of our show to the support of the protesters, the causes, the issues. You would know that we are on the front lines of this voting issue and trying to get our millions of listeners registered to vote to probably get rid of the same person that you're probably defending when you call us a racist because we were doing something about Herschel Walker 
First of all, it was the Tommy and I doing a joke about Herschel Walker. But if you want to be sincere, I don't give a damn that Donald Trump got on a ride with your family on the It's a Small World After All ride. And how dare we think he's a racist because he got on a ride with your family. See, Herschel Walker, you keep forgetting that you had on the jersey, that you played professional football. And that's probably why the only reason Donald Trump even know you. And so the fact that he got on the ride with your family does not quell or calm the fears of the rest of us who watch him divide the country. Riding on a ride with your family does not excuse the fact that he has divided this country. And that's what he's done. I watched the Republican National Convention. I watched a last-ditch attempt uh, to actually act like they care, to act like they swiftly acted about the coronavirus thing, when clearly we know that's not what has happened. I've watched them through the entire convention not mentioning one thing to make the protesters of Black Lives Matter feel better, to even acknowledge the fact that there is a need to protest. When all you can do is to rile up your brace, base is come up with the Blue Lives Matter campaign. Yeah, we think our oh, police lives matter, but we're not killing the police. The police is killing us. And for you as the president of the United States to never acknowledge the fact that there is a problem here that's directed at black people, you are sorely mistaken. Because we get it. And I got a lot of news for you, Mr. President. A lot of white people get it. And I know it's angering you because you keep wanting your base to feel the same way you do. And they do. Now, as optimistic and as positive I am, that's the sad part of this whole equation. Because I know that on voting night, 40-some million people will cast a vote for Donald Trump. Which means 40-some million people agree with him. How he is, what he does, how he says, and what he represents. And they will vote for him. 40-some million. That ain't but 354 million Americans here. So over 10% going to vote for him. But that's just the ones who vote. The rest of them who don't vote for whatever reason, who are still feeling the way he is. Now, everybody that votes for Donald Trump isn't a racist. That's not the statement that I'm making. But if you're the Republican Party, which is supposed to be the party of morality, how can you have this guy as your front man, who clearly you know is not moral? That's like having this dude, Jerry Farwell Jr., the head of Liberty University. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, the super righteous evangelical Southern Christian people got flaws too? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. But I want to share something with you all because you all in the Southern Christian community are awful quiet when it comes to Black Lives Matter. You get real quiet because uh, I guess it don't sink and jive with your belief of what God is all about. But God created all of us and he created all of us equal. And whether you believe that or not, that's the truth. But I don't, I don't really know if you believe it because you accept the mistreatment of black people as it's supposed to be normal. And now you're mad at the NBA and the Major League Baseball players and the soccer players for not wanting to play sports on a certain day. You know why? Because they tired too. 
And now a lot of white people have got tired of it. And we're tired of your administration not acknowledging the problems of a large group of your people as a large group of your peers have. And for that, sir, it will cost you your position in the White House. That's what's going to happen. Vote411.org is the website to go to. And we're going to vote early and we're going to vote often. And on November 5th, you will not be in the White House. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 